Welcome to the Live the Experience podcast. Hi, my name is Lenny and I'm your host. Welcome back to the Live the Experience podcast. I'm stoked to have you with me again. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Faris for you. What can you take out of a global talent internship? What do you learn as an intern at a company for 12 months? And what is it like to be in a new country for 12 months? These are some of the questions Faris and myself talk about in this part. Make sure to listen to part one if you haven't heard yet. I hope you enjoy this episode and talk to you after the episode. Now I'm very interested what you took out of this internship because at the end, that's what counts, right? What have you learned uh, and stuff? Um, so let's talk a bit about two things here. On the one hand, I'm very interested in um, the professional skills you acquired during this internship. And then on the other end also, I'm, I'm interested in you personally. So what have you learned about yourself during this experience? But let's start with the professional skills because we, we just talked about your whole internship. So being in a yeah. company for 12 months, um, yeah. what do you take out of this? Like, what are the things you learn? Soft skills that you maybe have never really spent time um, developing before that. Um, I did learn quite a few things. I think... For the first time, I really, I mean, throughout my university degree, I've had to work in a lot of different groups for different courses and different assignments and stuff like that. Um, but this, I feel, was really the first time where I worked in a group of of equals, really, and I felt like I could rely on them. And I think that, you know, working in that um in that atmosphere really allowed me to be able to be more comfortable working in a group. Uh, because like I said, we were all kind of within the same age range. We were all in our 20s. We were all basically coming from a very similar background and we were helping each other out. So um, it was very nice. It was, I could really, I felt that I could really rely on them. Um, and it was a very nice uh, experience to be able to work with someone that I felt was an equal and, and learn from them. And then, you know, when new interns came in, which they did, I got to pass that information along and, and teach them as well. So one of the things I would say I definitely learned in terms of, of uh, my time with the company is efficiently and effectively working in a group, really being able to rely on the people that I worked with and and really having a good relationship with them. Yeah. Um, another thing I would say is patience, for sure. Um, if you work in sales, you need patience. Uh, you encounter so many different types of clients. Um There's this client of mine. She's like a legend at our company. Everyone knows her, regardless of whether or not you've worked with her. And she's the type of client that really needs extra care and attention. She needs to be spoon-fed everything. Um, she's not a young lady. She's she's in her maybe 50s or 60s. Uh, she's not very tech-savvy, doesn't very do very well with email. So she calls like every day. Um, and you really have to like take her hand and spoon feed her and guide her through every step. And you need a lot of patience to do that because sometimes it's just the simplest things, but to her, they, they're just like, you know, it's like speaking to an alien. You don't know what to say or what to do or what language or it was so different for so many people and challenging. And you really need that patience, uh, to be able to deal with that kind of client. 
and you have to be adaptable as well. I think another another thing I learned is adaptability because you have these sorts of clients that that really need to be spoon fed, but then you have other ones that are just uh, really on top of of everything. They know exactly what they want. They know when they want it, how much they're willing to pay, what they need to do to get there, and and working with those people is just basically giving them what they want. They send you an email. I want this, this, and that you send that back and that's it, you know? So you have to be adaptable. You have to know the type of client you're working with babying those types of clients and guiding them through every step and taking their hand, you know, um, is not a good idea for those, you know, that, that know what they want and just want, want things to, to be done as soon as possible. You know, taking the time to give them a phone call and asking about their day is, is, counterproductive it's it's uh, it's going to work against you as opposed to with you so that as well being adaptable knowing the type of client you're dealing with being patient you know sometimes in sales i'm sure a lot of people who work in sales or customer service will be able to relate to this sometimes you get a client that's having a bad day and they're just going to take it out on you you're going to have a 15 minute phone call with someone screaming on the other end <laughs> you're going to have to figure out how to deal with it you're going to have to be patient you're going to have to to learn how to, to to navigate that situation, and I think that's something that I've learned as well uh, throughout my internship, and also being, I think one of the, the the major things I learned as well is just being confident in myself and and trusting in my abilities. Yeah, um, I'm the type of person that just asks a lot of questions, and sometimes you know it gets to certain points where people will be like, "Listen, you know this. You don't need to be asking me this. You know, you know how to do this. Don't worry about it. Just." Just trust in yourself, trust in your abilities and do it. And uh, yeah, I've, I've had to learn. It was a bit challenging just because I'm so used to asking questions all the time. But, you know, uh, you learn, you adapt and and you get there eventually. So what have you learned about your strengths and weaknesses during this experience? I think this experience really taught me that um, some people have talents and some people have, well, obviously everyone has talents and everyone has skills, but it taught me the difference between the two. A talent is something that you're born with. It's it's something that you can naturally do that others might have to learn. And a skill is something that you develop and you evolve and you work on. And I think a strength of mine is communication, whether it's verbal or written. And um, I was really able to exercise that and work on that during my internship. And it, it kind of became evident to me. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't really know that speaking on the phone is part of the job description. Like it wasn't specifically mentioned. So I didn't know that I was, I was going to have to talk on the phone. And um, I, I didn't know whether I could do it or not. I didn't know whether I'd be able to, to, to get my message across. I didn't know whether I'd be good at it or not. And you know, they ordered a phone for me. It got there. It was on my desk. I picked it up and I made my first phone call and it went really well. And I got a lot of positive reinforcement and a lot of people saying that, man, you're, you can do this, you know? Um, and that was very nice and very encouraging. And so I, you know, it kind of really strengthened my belief that, you know, communication is, is a strength of mine. This is something that I can do well. And, you know, in certain situations where you would have a challenging client that you have to deal with, you know, like I, like I said, patience is important. Adaptability is important. And knowing the type of client that you're dealing with is also really important. Sometimes if you know a client is angry or pissed or not very satisfied with what they've received, maybe having a phone call isn't the best idea because it's just going to be them screaming at you for 15 to 30 minutes. Sometimes a very well-written email 
you know, one where you really pay attention to details and pick your words carefully can really diffuse a situation. Yeah. And I've had to, to use that at certain times to, to assure a client that everything is going to be okay, calm them down and just explain to them that this is a work in progress and we'll get there. Just don't worry about it. So that is a strength of mine that I was able to, to really learn that I had. And um, I'm very happy about that. I think that's a, that's a very nice example of developing self-awareness, one of our four leadership qualities. Um, and mm -hmm. it's really, really about, okay, uh, get myself into this uh, new environment out of my comfort zone. And then I learn new things about myself and discover, oh, I'm actually good at this. I, I haven't really thought about this before because I was also not really aware that this, this is part of the job such as phone yeah. calls you just explained but then you figure oh actually like i can do that i'm i'm, I'm good at this yeah. and then also i feel like then it's a time to double down on your strength and really make use of those the the ones exactly. you just recently discovered i think that's that's a super interesting point yeah i, I agree I, i i think um it really is interesting because like you said you don't really see these things coming or, or plan them out it was just like i didn't know about this But then I was put in a position where I had to do it. So it was it was either sink or swim. And, uh, you know, you do your best. And then when you find out that this is something you're good at, like you said, double down. Just, you know, go full force. Give it all. Give it your all. And and that's that's about all you can do. Yeah. I, I, I love your progress here, talking about the your the prof professional skills you acquired, but then also looking at yourself and what have you learned about yourself. I think that's going to be very handy and strong for, for your future. And now talking about future, um, now we all are super interested where this internship led you. So where would you, okay. place, this, <laughs> where, where would you place this internship into your career path? Did it change anything or did you just... Do, when you came back to Canada, did you just continue what you did before? No, it, it definitely changed um, my career path. Um, I'm two courses away from graduating with a Bachelor of Commerce with a major in finance or concentration in finance. So going into that internship, I had done three and a half years of a degree with a concentration in finance. Doing this internship doing sales, recognizing my strength and abilities within that world of sales, uh, and actually developing a passion for sales and, and really enjoying the work that I did made me realize that, you know what, finance really isn't for me. And I think, you know, I thought about it a bit more as well, because um, I mentioned that instructor that told us not to say no um, at the beginning of your first job and not say no to anything. That same instructor actually Uh, that course was a finance course, and it was a course about mergers and acquisitions. And she brought in a couple of guest speakers throughout the semester. And one of them graduated from my same university, did my same degree, basically did everything that I'm doing, really, and graduated and got a job in investment banking, which is one of the major um, positions in finance. He talked to us about his role and how he he started out as a, as a fresh graduate and how much he had to work and... He, he said that he worked no less than 100 hours a week. I think he said 120 to 130 hours a week when he first started. And as soon as he said that, like the math in my head just went all over the place. Because typically you say 40 hours a week, which is eight hours a day. And he said over 100. So I'm like, wait a second. So 40 hours, is eight, 40 hours a week is eight hours a day. 
80 hours is double that, which is 16. So there's no way he's he's working 24-7. And then he said he worked weekends, and he did that for a long time. And he actually gave us a funny story about him actually fainting one time just out of the blue because of how much work he had to do. So that just right then and there, that made me realize, man, this is not for me. You have to be very passionate about finance and very passionate about investment banking for you to really commit to that many hours and really basically sell your soul. <laughs> you said, I didn't really have much of a life. I didn't have a life outside of work. I didn't sleep that much. And I'm like, man, I would never do that to myself. So that coupled with the fact that I really developed a passion for sales made me really reconsider. It was like, I, and it also made me think about, you know, myself during finance classes, because, you know, I took two finance classes this semester. I've taken a bunch before I've always done my part. You know, I've showed up to class. I've taken my notes. I've studied for midterms. I've done well. I've done my projects. I've done my assignments, but I've never really been all that much into it. I've never really felt passionate about it. And I see kids in my class that are, you know, they're, they know what, you know, what stock's doing how, you know, if, if a stock is doing well, if uh, a company bought another company, they're so in the loop about what's happening. They're so into the subject. They're so passionate. And I really wasn't. I just did my part, you know? Yeah. Um, so taking all of this into consideration, I it, it really made me realize that, you know what, I really like and enjoy sales. And I think that this is a really good fit for me. I have certain skills and talents that I feel like would really work well in sales. And I do think I can do finance. I think I can work in finance. But the question is, do I want to? Am I passionate about it? And yeah. the, the answer is no. And I am passionate about sales and I do want to work in sales. And and so this internship made me realize that. And now when I graduate, that's that's the career path that I'm going to pursue is business development and sales. I think that I love this, how going abroad, complete new environment, an internship in an area you haven't had much experience just also looking at your studies, people would say, ah, oh, you'll probably do an internship in finance, but then actually being so bold and saying, no, maybe let's try out this internship. It's a little bit of a different, has a different background. And yeah. then shifting your whole perspective of what you want to do. And now developing a passion for something um, and also that you can see yourself working this uh, in the future. I think that's now everything comes together, right? New environment, new culture, yeah. new country, new continent yeah. uh, combined with your internship and being so much out of your comfort zone. I think that's really what this is all about. Um, right. And Absolutely. You were very, you were very fortunate that you had the chance to take so much out of it, right? On the one hand, yeah. applying so many soft skills and professional skills, but on the other hand, also you went on sort of this, inner journey of yourself right Discovering yeah what's your passion um yeah so, for sure yeah i think that's a i hope that's an inspiration for other people as well to um just not only have the tunnel vision right uh, i i hope also, so too man yeah and also think about other opportunities out there and just i mean it, it, it boils down to just try out things right try out different things and see maybe that's something for you and maybe it's something uh, not something for you but at the end our life is long enough to try out i feel like exactly exactly no i completely agree and it's really when you when you step out of your comfort zone when you challenge yourself when you do things you wouldn't normally do or accept positions you wouldn't normally think of you know it's really when you consider different possibilities or different opportunities that you wouldn't normally consider that aren't really 
there on your radar, that's that those are the ones that really allow you to grow. Those are the ones that really give you a, a chance to better yourself and expose yourself to, to different things. And most of the time you come out of there, uh, you know, a grown person, you develop different things. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't work out. Like you said, sometimes it yeah. really doesn't. But at least you won't have the question of what if pop up. Exactly. You know? What if I tried that? What if I tried that? What if, what would have happened if I did that? And if you try it, then you know if, if it's for you or not. And, and then you won't have to regret not, not um, you know, giving it a shot. Yeah, that, that's, that's beautiful. That's also a perfect ending to our conversation. I, I feel like that's exactly... What I'm, I'm thinking about a lot myself these days, right? It's at the end, it's just reduce uncertainty through going on experiences. And at the end, ex experience, hands-on experience is the most valuable thing you can have, I feel like. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Faris, thank you so much for taking the time. And of course, I wish you all the best for, for your future and whatever it holds for you uh, or whatever path you, you're going to go now. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, You know, thanks for for doing this podcast. I think this is a it's it's an awesome tool to really expose people who are interested in these internships and and these opportunities to to people who have been on them and maybe answer some of these questions. So, best of luck to you with the podcast. Best of luck to you in Buenos Aires. Best of luck to you and everything else. And uh, you know, we'll stay in touch. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to the whole episode. I hope you were able to take something out of it. If you're curious what an Isaac experience could look like for you, make sure to contact your local Isaac office or just sign up on isaac.org and let them get in touch with you. As always, if you have any questions or if you want to share some feedback with me or other thoughts, make sure to get in contact with me. As always, you can find all links in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends and family. That would mean a lot to me. Until then, have a great day and talk to you next episode.